We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Has Beyonce snatched your edges for the season, got you in these streets looking like Azalea Banks? This episode is brought to you in part by Edge Control. When your relevancy, much like your hairline, is starting to recede, try Edge Control. Used by all your faves. Now let's get into the show. So she did that transition. Go ahead. What's up? What's up? What's going on, world? We are back for another episode. For another one. We're on eight now. Yeah. I feel like we're growing up. Eight is at the age where you, you know, you're... We should start a podcast. Yeah, we've all said it. But when it comes time to make it a reality, we get stuck. Well, here's some good news. With Spreaker, all you need to start a podcast is a microphone and a good idea. Spreaker handles the recording, management, distribution, and monetization of your podcast, allowing you to focus on making a podcast. Whether you're discussing the latest moves in the tech sector or just your dating life, Spreaker gives you tools to make your podcast a hit and professional insights about who is listening and where. And as your podcast dream grows, Spreaker only becomes more useful, letting you upload and schedule multiple episodes at the same time, push to multiple platforms, and customize RSS feeds. But what about making money? With Spreaker, monetization is as easy as checking a few boxes. So next time someone says to you, we should start a podcast, Say yes and let Spreaker handle the rest. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. Conscious and you know, you know a little bit of shit, but you can still run to your mama. <laughs> yeah. How uh, have you been this week? It's hot. I've been great. It's hot in Atlanta. It's very hot. I've been feeling very militant. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to like fix my face when I look at the more pale, our paler companions of the world. I be trying, but I, it's like all week I've just been side eyeing my coworkers, and I know my coworkers are like the least racist people. Mm-hmm. Every time they act, let me tell you, why did my manager just recently watch Roots? <laughs> she recently watched Roots. I guess she thought. I guess they re-aired it, and I guess she thought it was like three weeks ago when it actually came on, mm-hmm. she has been asking me, like, she is like, I guess she thinks that she's, like, down for the movement now. She's like, oh, my God, did you see Roots? <laughs> I just, I just don't understand how they could treat people like that. Like, it's just, um, I was like, girl, did you see the original Roots? Like, Roots came out at, like, 80-something. She's <laughs> like, oh, no, I didn't see it back then, but right now, I feel like it's very prevalent of what's going on. You know, the <laughs> Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> it's like, you don't got to prove, you, you ain't got a lot to kick it, Craig. Like, you ain't got to prove that you down, girl. But other than other than dodging white people's dumb questions this week, I've been good. We just, you know, we'll go into that in another day. We just here to get y'all laughs this week because it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's a lot to feel a lot of emotion with, but it's also a lot to laugh at. It is. All your faves out here acting stupid, so that's always a plus to you, to the world. So today we're going to deviate from our norm, and we're going to have a top six. And y'all know normally it's top five, but he has something he wants to talk about, and... I'm going to just pray that I remain humble and close to the Lord with this time. So, go ahead. So, you know, Calvin Harris and Taylor Swift had a little situation today. Do I know that? <laughs> Do I keep up with the white mistress? I don't know. 
Whatever, go ahead. So, you know, Calvin Harris's recent single, This Is What You Came For. Baby, this is what you came for. Lightning strikes every time she moves. It's not like a rave song. <laughs> I live for that song and that video. Rihanna is gorgeous. So gorgeous. So, yeah, so this is what you slay for. This is what you slay for. Your girl Taylor Swift wrote mm, it. Who girl? Don't do that. Not on this podcast. <laughs> oh, you're not a Taylor fan? You of all people know how I feel about that white wench. Like, I cannot... You're not one of her 75 I, million Instagram followers? Not at all. I think I blocked her on Instagram and Twitter. That's why I didn't know the story came out until I came over here. Because it was like... I don't, y'all know I don't see it for Taylor Swift. Anybody know me, know that I have like five people in the world that I could see fall off a cliff and I might, you know, not, I don't care about it all. And it, Taylor Swift's like number one. Where's Tommen? Tommen from Game of Thrones is number five, but we'll get there when we get there because I have something to say about that. But yeah, go ahead. Like yeah, back to Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris. So... It all started off some rumors. I want to say this might have started... Mm, it could have been a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Rumors started going around that Taylor Swift wrote This Is What You Came For. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, okay, like, we all know Rihanna didn't write it. And that's no shade. <laughs> that's no shade it's at like, all. That's no shade, but we... Nobody... Like, when Rihanna says, oh, I wrote something, or oh, I did this video, it's like, oh. Oh, okay. Right. Like nobody thinks so, you know, she'll, she'll give the credit, and she's yes. not listed on there as a songwriter. It's some, it's some other person, like some Swedish name or something that I cannot pronounce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I guess reporters, um, publications reached out to Taylor Swift's people, and they responded. And they were like, yes, Taylor did write, this is what she came for, and she did use the pseudonym, blah, 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 to say it. Mm-hmm. So Calvin Harris came out the woodwork and quoted people's tweets and said, and she sings a little bit of it too, amazing lyric writer, and she smashed it as usual. I wrote the music, produced the song, arranged it, and cut the vocals though. And initially she wanted to keep it secret, hence the pseudonym. Hurtful to me at this point that her and her team would go so far up as to try to make me look bad at this stage though. I figure if you're happy in your new relationship, you should focus on that instead of trying to tear your ex-BF down for something to do. So I was like, ooh. It's kind of like a, he gave her is, her tins, but at the same time, he was like, I'm going to throw you a little something Calvin too. is fed the fuck up. That is white version of I'm fed the fuck up. Here's your read. Like, it, Taylor Swift just gives me a lot, and I feel like Calvin got out from under <laughs> Taylor Swift and her claws of death, and he just like... Came out with this hot ass single, and here she goes shitting on his like rain and this. Hold rain, up, the read ain't like, even over yet. Oh, there's more. Come through, Calvin. I'm- I know you're off tour and need someone new to try and bury like Katie, etc. But I'm not that guy. Sorry, Ooh. I won't allow it. Please focus on the positive aspects of your life because you've earned a great one. God bless everyone and have a beautiful day. First of all, God bless. Is like Christian shade. God bless has always been fuck you and Christian. <laughs> so that shade in and of itself. And the fact that he said he bought Katie into it, because you know Katie don't see it for Taylor Swift. And you know he know that. And they said she's like they said I read on Twitter like that Katie is like for her next single is gonna be like a fuck you Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, song. I saw that too. So I had, I had retweeted, I had liked, I had followed Katy Perry back because I unfollowed her after the Super Bowl because <laughs> ponytail. But that's that's old news. I'm back with Katie. You know, it's just Taylor Swift. I don't trust her. She gives me what all white people that just tell you a lie. That's what she just embodies to me. So it's like... You want to know what she gives me? What? She gives me... <laughs> this might be a stretch. Mm-hmm. Fucking all day. She gives me Kenya Moore. She does. Who else did we say was in that same little category as far as they don't say anything technically wrong, but you just know. <laughs> you just have enough common sense to know and get that aura and be like, bitch, I see right through you. Even though you're not uh, you're not giving me any type of evidence to be like, right. you're a bitch. I just know no. you are. Like, it's in my spirit and my soul. I can feel you're a bitch. It's like, I know what you're doing. Like, when Kenya be doing her little mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. You be knowing and just be like. They be like, this is actually cute how you're doing this because you're making this to where you're the victim and you're playing the victim but it's like you're doing it in a way to where it's like can't even be bad at you i mean that's her whole career though like taylor swift's whole thing has been i date this guy 
I break up with this guy, I throw shade at this guy, and it becomes a number one song, and I make millions off of it. So her whole career has been like this art of shade versus, I don't know, it's like... It's like, I'm the, I'm this little innocent, you know, person, she but... all lives matter. I just, I can't with her. You all lives I can't. Next, what's next? <laughs> Let's go into the top five, because that was something that we added, because... Top five, top five, top five. Top five. So, I guess number one on the list is the VH1 Hip Hop Honors that came <laughs> on Monday. So, I don't, it was a lot. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. Lil' Kim, Missy Elliott, Salt and Pepper, And Spinderella. You just want... You just you were want, not gonna not say I was, Spinderella. I said Salt and Pepper. I thought the end was Spinderella. I thought you just... So no. you, now you have to say Salt and Pepper and Spinderella? I thought she was the end. No? no. Whatever. Salt and Pepper <laughs> and Spinderella and Queen Latifah. They were all honored. Um, Queen Latifah looked good as usual. Performed good as fuck. Gave me that... She gives me, she would have been like Black Lives Matter back yeah. in the day. She still is, but she would have been on that forefront. She as far gives as like me, a, right. A right now, she gives me, I'm Black Lives Matter as fuck, but behind the scenes, because I got white money. And that's fine. I mean, we need some people that ain't, you know, because she still gave a good performance. Right. You know, um, I thought she came out of the closet at one point during her performance, <laughs> but it's fine. Because she had a moment, she was like, break it down for the kids, and then bitches started voguing. It was weird. So I was like, Because okay. her songs were like that back in the day. That's why I I was like, oh, you're not? Because she will never, she will always be Queen Latifah, and I will always give her a prize, but she will never not be Cleo from Set It Off. So it's fine. Like, you want to have a gay moment, it's fine. You want to not have a gay moment, that's fine. You're Queen Latifah. I feel like that's the same thing with Missy. Like, we know, but it's cool. You're Missy fucking Elliot. What am I going to say? Ooh, I don't like you because you may or may not like girls. All right, it's kind of like Oprah. Because you may or may not dip your hand in Sierra's goodie jar. Did you say Oprah? Don't do that. You know black people don't speak of that. <laughs> She's like that auntie. It's like... Every time I see her again, I get nervous. I feel like my mama cussed me out one time because I said Oprah was gay. And she had a... No, she's not. Oprah's the queen of media. How dare you defend... I was like, girl. Like, not the Oprah girl, the female <laughs> Weezy and baby. <laughs> I'm telling you, the moment that Oprah come out the closet, it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be me. Lesbians are all gonna fly off to that little... Strap on in the sky. Like, it's just gonna be a thing. <laughs> Mind you, I was watching that. I was watching this documentary on National Geographic. Because mm-hmm. I do shit like that. I like documentaries. He do that. I go to sleep while he watches that. <laughs> so I was watching this documentary on National Geographic about the 90s. And, like, popular culture and everything. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about when Ellen came out. That was a huge It was a huge thing. thing, I heard. Like... Ellen, but see, for Ellen to be so successful and gay is like, it shouldn't be an anomaly or it shouldn't be like a super great thing, but it is. Because Ellen is out here, Ellen is gay, Ellen is with Portia de Rossi, and they are out here being white excellence. I just wish, like Queen Latifah, Missy, it's like, it's okay. The Brad, girl, we we here, we will embrace you. Nobody has a problem with it. Because the Brad was like, the Brad ain't Mariah Carey's pussy one day. <laughs> Listen. All the way through. Because she's still cool. Ain't it down. Down. <laughs> but yeah, other people... Um, What else happened? What else happened? Um, Lil' Kim was there. She was sitting... Okay. She was sitting in, up on that stage or wherever they were. Looking like she couldn't breathe in that face. And I just was like... Kim... For some reason, Lil' Kim just looks good sometimes in 2016. And mm-hmm. then, like the rest of the time, you look horrible. And that's... Mm-hmm. I mean... Because on that picture, she looked like Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. It was like, you look like the girl of no face. Like, you look like the girl of many faces. Like, I can't. Not the many face girl. She's the many face god. That's the many face god they were talking about on Game of Thrones. Lil' Kim. She gives me, you know that, oh my god, this is so mean. I'm so sorry, Lil' Kim. I'm so sorry. Lil' Kim ain't gonna listen to this. She gives me that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog where the mm. cats were hoes and had to escape and they had to wear that mask so the dog pip didn't see them. Yeah. And the mask was like that. <laughs> it was just like that face. She looks like also the mask, the movie. Anyway. But she got her tens though. Like. Yeah. First of all, Lil' Kim, I will never come for Lil' Kim's career. Lil' Kim's career is sickening. I don't care about the... Oh, 
Busta Rhymes. We'll get there in a second. A Lil' Kim's career, I don't care what y'all say about Biggie Row, Hardcore, Hardcore is a classic. Notorious mm-hmm. K.I.M. is a classic. Mm-hmm. LaBella Mafia is when it's starting falling off for me. But Lil' Kim, everybody really up there needed their 10s. It was right. like, I forgot all about I don't know much about Salt and Pepper because that was like out of our age range. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they deserve their 10s too. So, um, But the best part of the Lil' Kim part was Tiana Taylor. So first of all, when Lil Mama came through, that confused me because I was like, you know, Bow Wow. I couldn't tell who any of them were for like I didn't five know. minutes. And I didn't know that one in the yellow was De- Def Loaf or whatever. She's the one who I could tell, Dej Loaf. I couldn't tell it was Def Loaf. I'm not going to. That's not how it's spelled. <laughs> it's not spelled D E J space L O A F. Question mark? I hate her. Like, I hate her name. I love her and her music. I just wish she would have named herself something else. Because Dage Love sounds like a type of bread that I can't afford. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, yeah. Tiana Taylor slayed that. I'm sorry. It's like Tiana Taylor could have next. I liked her last album. I like her body. I like her man. I like her baby. I like her man. I like... Her body is sick. Her body is sick. Her, her voice and her music is... It's, it's cool enough. It's she cool enough. She needs to stop trying to date herself, though. Like, that last album, if you listen to it now, it's not as good as it was when it came out. Mm-hmm. But it's still good. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a... I feel like that's what Sierra does, too. It's like you date yourself with your right. music. Your music sounds dated. It sounds like it's good for the moment. Right. Like, O sounded like the shit in 2003 or four, whenever that came out, or, like, goodies. But you listen to it now, and you're like, oh, this gives me that era. This doesn't give me nothing I want to listen to every day. Right. But I still like Tiana Taylor. So, I mean, you did that. Um, Ashanti performed. Mm-hmm. She was for, big. I just was ready for her to scoot across that floor like she did on Queen Latifah's show. Like, I was just like, girl, you don't come out here. I didn't know it was even Ashanti until, like, she got into the performance. Then it was like, eh, okay. I was like, oh, you're rapping. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, she about to sing or rap? What is she about to do? Like, I can't. Um, My favorite part of Lil' Kim's part of the tribute was Faith Evans. Listen. That, that was awkward. Shade. That was 1996 shade. Like, it was like, <laughs> okay, what is she about to do? Like, how is she... I mean, titties was sitting. Like, you know Faith had to come looking good. Faith wasn't going to get on Kim's tribute and look like Kim. She was going to get up there. What? She was going to get up there looking good. So Faith came out and she was like, you know, this girl's broken records. And all I could hear or think in my head, or it might have been you, was like, did this happen while she was fucking your husband? Like, that's how I ended every sentence she spoke. Like, oh, little Kim broke records while she was fucking your husband. Like, I just, it was so weird. But I know they cool now, so it's like, hey, if y'all don't care, I don't care. All right, get money. Get Because they're money. all on that bad boy tour together. So Because you know everybody on that bad boy tour need them checks. Every last one of them need them back pay Diddy checks. Except Diddy. <laughs> Except Diddy. Because Diddy is rich because he took y'all checks back in the 90s, okay? Um, <laughs> Kiki Palmer was so extra... I liked her hair, if I recall correctly. It just looked very expensive. Like, it was silk. Like, she had a good a good weave. But other than that, Kiki Palmer's always so extra. Especially now that she's playing a lesbian. I just feel like... <laughs> that was me sipping some tea, because we might need some Kiki Palmer Scream Queens money. So, let me just... Mm, I heard some more news about that came out recently. Scream Queens? Mm-hmm. About season two. But who else did you like besides Lil' Kim? Um, Queen Latifah was good. I liked the Queen Latifah performed her own. I didn't see the second half of Missy's tribute. Mm-hmm. I guess Monica, Tweet, and Fantasia came out there, which I didn't know Tweet was still alive. Good. Props for her. Um, <laughs> Monica looked good with the short hair. I stand for Monica and short hair. And then I'm sure Tasia just did some Tasia shit. <laughs> it's like Fantasia's is a standard. It's like, you know, whatever. It's like Jennifer Hudson. Like, you know Jennifer Hudson gonna come in here and blow out y'all speakers. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay, the weird thing was when Orange is the New Black came out there, like, who invited Pennsylvania to the party? Like, I know this is not the And she was one. giving Pennsylvania. I'm like, are y'all, are y'all like performance art right now? <laughs> are, y'all can't get out there. Are you characters? in character? Because <laughs> like, the other one was giving me Black Cindy. She was giving Black Cindy. She looked good, though. She, Black Cindy looked good out of jail. But it's like, it was like, Pennsylvania girl. Okay. 
Like, she will not, never not be Pennsylvania. And I feel like that and hustling flow is the only two things I'm going to know her from anyway. So, um, Lauren Hill wasn't there. There was a controversy. Foxy Brown had bought up, which I thought was still in jail. I think you thought she was still in jail, too. Uh, I was dead about Lauren Hill. Somebody was like, "Of course they didn't invite Lauren Hill. This was a live taping. <laughs> she was gonna show up two hours late." And somebody show up after somebody, the second Miss <laughs> Somebody tweeted, "Lauren Hill was invited. She ain't gonna show up to the next episode of Love and Hip Hop, though." Like, <laughs> girl, Lauren Hill. It's like I can see the argument about Lauren Hill and Foxy Brown, but I also can see why the I definitely see it. Didn't choose them first. It's like Lauren Hill, yes, you're a legend, but you're a legend on one album. Like these girls had careers. Like right. Saul Pepper had a career. Queen Latifah had a career. Lil Kim had a career. Mm, what you can say about Kim's recent stuff is whatever, but Kim had a run. You know what I'm saying? Foxy, I feel like had a run, but Foxy had a lot of controversy behind her too. And I feel as though Lauren is one of those people. Again, a you can't trust her to show up on time or before Jesus come back. And B, it's like, what y'all gonna do? Get up there and perform all of Miss Education? Like, y'all don't even have a catalog of hits to go through. And I've always wanted to say this, and I guess people always throw shade, but whatever. Lauren Hill only has one album. The second album does not count. <laughs> like, what do you remember off the second album? Exactly. It's like, you can't, you can give her so much for Miss Education, is all I can say. I want this to be more popular, though. I want them to do more things like this. Like, I like that VH1 did this. I feel like yeah. VH1, MTV, BET needs to start doing them. Well, BET does it, but BET's, do, but I feel like BET's honors have been weird. It's like, their honors go to, like, people like Mariah Carey and Whitney and stuff, but then they also have people you don't know. I like this, because it was straight hip-hop. They only honored them, even though I didn't understand why they did all the way up. But I feel like Remy Ma just was like, I'm going to perform my song if y'all want me to get up here and do anything. So, I feel like that was a love hip-hop decision. But, you know, it was just like, it was a good little trip down memory lane. If you know right, these people, was. you know you know these people. You fuck with what was going on. If you didn't know these people, you got to know them through the stars that you know. Because, right. like, the younger generation would know Tiana Taylor, Lil Bow Wow, um, or Lil Mama. Um... These people, you know, and to see them performing Kim, like, genuinely is something that can... I think it was really good. I think it was At really least good. they all remember the words on, like, Rich Homie Kwan. <sighs> you had one job. How do you not know Biggie's verse from... Get and if you don't, you learn it. You learn Biggie's verse from Get Money. Cause me, Even put it on the motherfucking teleprompter, my nigga. Me, I didn't... Okay, when I came into, like, Lil' Kim fandom, it was late, obviously, because in 96, what was I, like, four? Like, I didn't know anything then, but later I learned about Kim, and I knew Kim's verse from Get Money, and then as I listened to the song, I knew Biggie's verse. How are you a rapper and you don't know Biggie's verse from Get Money? And then you mess Kim up because Kim, like, she didn't know the words because Kim had, like, I wouldn't expect Kim to know Biggie's verse off like that. You know what I'm saying? So Kim had to, like, insert her verse in the middle of Biggie's verse because homie Quan, it was just a lot. It was like, y'all could have just played, y'all could have just let Lil' Kim do her verse. It didn't have, it didn't have to have Biggie's verse, to be honest. <laughs> Good luck. Like, y'all could have just had Kim come out there and do her part to get money. That's the best part of the song anyway. It's just... <laughs> Whatever. Um, was that it for them? Busta Rhymes was high as hell. I don't know who let Busta Rhymes out there with Angie Martinez and Timbaland. <laughs> he got the cussing and throwing shade at Nicki Minaj. And it was like, who? Because he was like, he said something about Missy. Like, unlike other people these days, Missy is original. And she write all her stuff. And then Angie Martinez had looked over like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> now she looks like Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and Tim had just put his head down and started shaking his head. Now, now she gave weird. the Mike the Mike Myers side eye. It was like whoop. it was like it. That definitely was the moment when Kanye was like George Bush don't care about black people. And Mike Myers looked over him like, <laughs> "What'd you just say?" Uh-huh. And then when they shot the Chris Tucker was uh, <laughs> was Timlin's face like. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
That's so funny. It was hilarious. But yeah, that was the hip hop honors. That was that was cute. Y'all should keep doing this. I know right, BT like somewhere more, mad. Man. Speaking of being somewhere mad, I know Nicki Minaj was somewhere over it. I know. It's like Nicki. Like she is just coming off so horrible, and it's like I still like her, but it's just like, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, why weren't she there? I know. You know, you got invited at least. I know somehow you knew about this shit. Because let's be honest. If look, if Nicki Minaj had a came down that stage for the Lil' Kim tribute, it might have been a moment. Like, at first, like, what the fuck is going on? But that would have been epic. It like, been. Even for her to come out and for anybody. Because my thing about Nicki is you do give props. Yes, you gave Kim her props or whatever. And you give all these other legends their props. But you don't like Twitter. Like, you don't... You don't... Act don't like actually you're, do anything. You're not, you're, just Remy you're not Remy Ma up there performing for somebody and giving somebody who they probably... Eve was up there performing for other people. Like, these are people that are in their own right should be honored. But yet, they're humble enough. Nikki don't give me humbleness. Only time Nikki has given me humbleness in the recent years is when she worked with Beyonce. And that's because I feel like you have to. <laughs> like they, I feel like God compels you to just be humble around Beyonce. But other than that, it's like Kim is always giving me, I'm over here being better than you. Like, even when, if, whatever. She wasn't there, so she's not about to be, you know, get a bunch of time on this segment, but. Yeah, should have been there. Okay, number two. Number two. Number two. That gives me um Kids Next Door. Remember that? Coded in Kids Next Door. Number two. Anyway. I was going for an Austin Powers vibe. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Go has taken over the world. Pokemon. The world has descended back into the days of Fox Kids and whatever, <laughs> like the childhood days where Power Rangers come on TV and you got grown ass 26, 27, 28 year olds running around with their phones trying to capture Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon has got everybody out here tripping. Like, I saw it and it was a little weird to me because it's just it's like a virtual reality world. But I mean, you got people finding dead bodies, you got people finding a man cheating. You got people walking into police stations. Because I've seen this one on Twitter where the police station tweeted out, please don't come in here. We know we have, like, a Bulbasaur in our police station. But please don't come in here or you will be arrested. They're saying that Pokemon Go is literally the most popular app ever after, like, not even a week. They said it's making... It's literally making... Like millions of dollars every day. It's making $2 million a day just in the U.S. And they're saying it's popular all around the world. I can see that. I, I, okay, I wasn't a Pokemon fan as a child. Pokemon was kind of one of those things where I, I had the cards or whatever. I didn't really watch the show past like an episode here or there. I had, I had all the rare Pokemon though. I had Charizard. <laughs> at at the time when I was playing Pokemon, that was rare, and then I had Mewtwo. Yes, Mewtwo. But I didn't have all of these new power Pokemon where they look like deformed mutants. I didn't. I didn't have those. I was into Pokemon. Pokemon was one of those things where I did not play the card game, which you think you would think is like the most popular one. Mm-hmm. I didn't play the card game. I didn't really play the games, which are also, I guess, technically really popular. Oh, so oh, I did play them on Game Boy. I did have Pokemon Red, Blue, Green, Silver, the Sapphire one when the Ruby came. I did have all of them. <laughs> but that's because I had a Game Boy, and that was the only real thing you could play on Game Boy that was hard. Right, so it's like I didn't really play it on Game Boy too much. I had a couple, but not really all like that. But that show, in the movies, I was here for it up mm. until I wasn't. <laughs> but yeah. when I was here for it... I was here with Ash and Misty and Brock. I remember then Ash. Misty left. Some other bitch came for a little bit. Then Brock had left. Some other <laughs> nigga had came. Then they came back. That was epic as well. Like I, I remember Team it. Rocket. I remember the cat. If I remember yeah. certain things, I was a Digimon fan. I stand for Digimon. So it was like in that era where it was like Digimon versus Pokemon. Even though Pokemon was the Beyonce, like I still stood for like Digimon. Right. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh! came along. Yu-Gi-Oh! was a lot. Yu-Gi-Oh! was complicated. 
It was a lot going now on. Now, I was into that card game, but that was very complicated. Yeah, because it was like, you had shadows. I did have the uh, like, Blue Eyes White Dragon. I'm, thinking, I'm like, I was 11-year-old playing this complicated ass <laughs> game. It was like, complicated, because you had to know. You would like, turn them to the side. That would mean something. Defense. It would... Yes, defense was to the side. You had to flip it over. Then don't have like the shit under your flip. Like you was too confident with your flip. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh was a thing. Yeah, because I had the blue eyes white dragon, and I had everything but the head of the Exodia. Yeah, <laughs> I could never get the head. All my friends had the head, but I didn't have it. I'm right to be like this. Reminds me of this girl I like named Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier, if you out there, but yeah. Shout out to you, Xavier. But yeah, Pokemon Go, they said that shit is slaying down. They're saying like it's changing how people are going to do apps going forward because they're making money off this that nobody really thought would be possible to be made off of an app. Mm -hmm. So they're like, it's some shit. Like Nintendo, because you know Nintendo owns Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Nintendo's stock rose like 25%. That's like the highest jump they've ever had. That's because Nintendo is always on the verge of being a flop. It's like, <laughs> it's like Nintendo has all the classic games, but it's like, they're always about to flop and then like Mario Kart drops. Or it's about to flop and then... And then they put out the Wii, which technically flops. Well, the Wii was a the big Wii hit, was but a the hit. Wii U. U was a flop. Because didn't nobody need two of them. I just didn't. It was like the same thing. <laughs> it went like PlayStation, and then PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. All of them have been different. Xbox, Xbox One, all have been different. The Wii and the Wii U was the same thing. They just tried everybody. They just needed something to put out for Christmas. Like but, they said, Pokemon Go is slaying down. Just I mean, be careful. Like they say, people are getting robbed and people shit. Are getting, people are getting robbed. White people are finding themselves in the hood. People, because, are, hitting, people are getting hit by cars and... Because it's almost like, when I tried to play it, I couldn't find none. I couldn't really find no Pokemon. But, like, the world, like, it's literally some shit that you know. Like, it'd be like McDonald's is right mm-hmm. here or something. So, it's like, you can't do nothing but look at your phone. And, yeah, people will walk out of traffic. People will rob you. It's a thing. So, be careful. You know, I'm just waiting for power. Let's not, let's not be on Pokemon Go and have your headphones in at the same time. Like, that's just too Yeah, much. choose one or the other. Don't try <laughs> to play Pokemon Go and listen to the new Rihanna yeah. single. Like, and don't do that. play Pokemon Go with your beats on. Like, what? <laughs> You'll be dead to the world. For real. I'm just You'll waiting be dead for... dead to the world. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Power Rangers, the immersive experience, to come out to where I can become a Power Ranger. When y'all get that together, y'all call me. I have ideas. I definitely see that, especially with the movie coming out. Yeah. They gotta tie that. Sh- I can see them having a little app to tie that in. I can see that. That's what I want. I, I was a Power Ranger just for the movie. Because I can see that movie. I, I can see them giving them a little tight budget. Very tight, because them suits are very tight. So next up, we have. Number three. <laughs> that was also giving me Austin Powers. It was. You know, the that one who was. plays. I got you. Okay. I'm here. We're here. Like, are we here? Are we We're informational here. on that one? <laughs> but yeah. So, Wendy Williams. Who you doing? <laughs> Bitch, we need to ask how she's doing. She just got her sponsorship. How you endorsements? <laughs> and mind you, like I watch her show here and there, and sure. when I and when I do watch it, she hella do be plugging them Chevy Malibus. Yeah, she does. Every time I see them, like Wendy, you know you don't drive no damn Chevy Malibu. <laughs> Those cars are small as fuck. My homegirl mm. got a Chevy Malibu, and I can Girl. barely fit in that bitch. Right? It's like, okay. But yeah, I guess Wendy Williams felt like, of course, she has a talk show. She gives her opinion on things. Mm-hmm. And she gave her opinion on the NAACP and HBCUs and their role in our, I guess, current day society. Mm, I missed this. To paraphrase what she said, I don't want to put any words into her mouth, so I can't say Why exactly. she put words in everybody else's mouth? <laughs> so I'm not going to say exactly what she did, but... Or exactly what she said, but to paraphrase, she basically was like... She doesn't understand the point of HBCUs and, and, and the NAACP and other African-American, black-oriented organizations and schooling. And that if she were white, she would be offended. And something about, like, you know, but a white, a historically white university or, like, a, you know, national advancement for white people. And it's like, huh? It's, sir. Um... <laughs> The national advancement for white people is called the government. Calm down. 
Like, I feel like those institutions were created because at the time, there were no institutions for black people to go to freely. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Now, I remember, I'm not about to defend him, but I remember when I was applying for colleges, I did not understand what an HBCU was. Mm -hmm. I knew that it was a historically black college or university, but I didn't know what the difference between going to somewhere like Morehouse or Howard and me going to somewhere like Southern Illinois or Eastern or something like that, mm -hmm. which to me had a whole bunch of black people, but it wasn't a historically black college. Right. So I can understand if she came from that point of view, but that ain't even where it sounded like she was coming from. Sound like she was coming over. Why don't white people have historically white colleges? And it's like, why does your wig look like that? Like those are dumb questions. It's like even white people don't ask those questions. It's like <laughs> if they do, it's at the comfort of their home. At right after they say nigger, like it's or on Twitter or on Twitter <laughs> behind a Twitter, right behind a Twitter egg, and their name is like. John Witherspoon or something. <laughs> Not John Witherspoon. <laughs> the fuck? That was the whitest name I could think of at the moment, but that was definitely a black guy. Anyway, <laughs> it's like Wendy, girl, and that's why you got everything snatched from you. Yeah, because mind you, the PR firm who brokered that deal, mm -hmm. the girl who brokered the deal with her to get the Chevy sponsorship was a Howard alumni. Ooh. And see, I feel like that's a regional thing, too. I don't know where where Wendy is from, but where I'm from, historically black colleges aren't, not advertised, but they aren't made as important mm -hmm. as just going to college, period. Where I'm from, they just want you to go to college. They don't care if it's community college. They don't care if it's a historically black college. They don't care. We just want you to make it out of high school. So, like, when I came down south, when I came to um, Georgia, it was like, this is a big thing. Like, HBCUs are a thing. Like... School is a thing. That part of school for black people is a thing. So I was like, that's interesting. I, I do remember thinking that was interesting when I came down here. Also, when I lived in Texas for a while, that it was a big thing down there. Not so much HBCUs, but it was like black colleges. They had like their different little network mm -hmm. of black colleges. Like so Prairie View, basically a black college. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what that's where my mind was like. When I graduated high school, I thought I was going to a historically black college because I went to Southern Illinois University. <laughs> it wasn't when I looked around; it wasn't nothing but niggas. But it, it wasn't. Yeah, Georgia State different. technically got a whole lot of niggas. Right. Georgia State got more black people than Morehouse, Selma, and Clark combined. I can see it. You know, Georgia State graduates more black people than any other school in the world in the country. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But I can, but I can see that, and I would think in my mind where I'm from, Chicago. That, would, to me, is a historically black college. But I guess the historically part is different. Right. <laughs> so, I know you went to a historically black college. So, you can school me real quick. Yeah, so long story short, I mean, they were just created to have a place for black people to go to school when mm -hmm. they couldn't, you know, go anywhere else. Back in the 1800s, you know, black people weren't going to Harvard. You know, we had a couple. A mm -hmm. couple. You had a few. But... Most of the times, they weren't allowed there. They were mad that they were even able to read and do enough arithmetic to be able to get into school in the first place. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Y'all don't want us. We'll create our own shit. Mm -hmm. And kill y'all at y'all own game. Right. I just, I just feel like this is just karma for Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams has a habit of talking about... Not talking outside of her... Yeah, talking outside of her neck about stuff that she doesn't really completely understand. And so, like me, I have questions, but I'll have questions. I won't just be like, well, if I was white, I would be offended. You're not white. <laughs> Sir, please calm down with your, with your questions and comments. Number four. Number four! I feel like that's going to be our sound bite. <laughs> we'll work on it. Um... So Forbes list that came out this week, or the new issue of Forbes, I don't know, I'm not rich enough to subscribe to that magazine, but we know some people that are in the magazine. Kim Do Kardashian we? covered the magazine, clothes on, boobs covered. Go ahead, Kim. Because um, you know her app made like $140 million. So I guess she's somewhere, I guess the title was like Internet Moguls. And I, I would consider her an internet mogul. I don't know what else I would consider her as. But, you know, Kim Kardashian is one of those people that make $200,000 off a selfie. 
Yeah, I don't know that, but she does. Fuck with her story. Like, another story I fuck with. She was able to... But the difference about her and someone like Wendy Williams is Kim Kardashian had a nice head start. Yeah, very nice head start. She's kind of like, if you start off in Game of Thrones and you're a Lannister, you already start off on some, okay, like, I don't gotta work, I don't gotta work like, you know, motherfucking... You don't have to work for the power, you just have to maintain it. That's why I feel like Kim Kardashian... That's why I feel like Kim Kardashian is shaded so much for, like, what they do. They already had money. They already had power and influence in that little cluster of community that they were in. They just had to maintain it. And when Robert died, I felt like, you know, I guess that was their claim to, like, fame, fame with the OJ trial. Now you have, like, what are we going to do with these girls who are privileged and stuff? Chris created an empire. And I respect Chris. She's an evil genius. And I think that when the Antichrist comes back, she's going to be the one to, like, put the robe over him. But I just feel like Chris created an empire. Why wouldn't you? Sure, I did the same thing. I do. I, <laughs> I am one of those people who I see. I'm definitely not one of those people who are all like, ooh, all, she got all this from lying on her back and this and that. Yeah. And blase, blase. I was talking to somebody about this recently. I was like, well, I'm just going to say it. You know, you damn right. Like, if my mom made a fucking sex tape and got as rich as fucking Kim K guy, like, thank you, God, mom, for lying on your back and getting fucked and letting the world Whoa. see it. Because we rich as fuck. <laughs> and ain't nobody watching that damn sex tape anymore. And it's like, it's funny because I discovered Kim Kardashian from the Keeping Up with the Kardashians show. I didn't see the sex tape because my mom and them had, like, the holiest of holy gates on the parental controls on our computers. <laughs> so I could never get to the sex tape. So it was like when I watched the show, I'm like, oh, okay. So I came in knowing them as the Kardashians. Then when I got older and I was grown and I was like went back and saw the sex tape, I'm like I could see why people would bring this up but this has nothing to do with the Kim Kardashian we have today. Like, it was actually boring. I had It was boring. Ray J was little. It was it was like Kim was faking. It's like it wasn't an interesting of a sex tape. The show is the life that they have now is much more interesting with them just living than that sex tape was. So I can see how y'all bring it up and be like, oh, she's a hoe or whatever. But shoot, get money. Get money. <laughs> I'm like that's gonna be the title of this episode. Get money. Like, oh, speaking of get money, Beyonce and uh, Jay Z were also on. The list for the richest couple. I feel like we knew that. I feel like that was a given. It's like, who's number two? Oprah and Gail. <laughs> Oprah and Gail would be number one. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how to Oprah listen, herself bro. would be. <laughs> Oprah and, and Oprah. The fuck? Like, That's Oprah. like when they said out of the um, billion dollars on the elevator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> $999,962. Of course, dollars. sometimes they'll be should go down as a billion dollars an elevator. Okay, but they're worth a billion dollars together. Well, how much is Solange worth? You petty. She's petty. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was a uh, that was the Forbes. I feel like I'm too poor to be indulging in rich people shit. I'm trying to right, get so I'm on trying the to Forbes list. I'm not, you know, somebody else that's probably poor and trying to get on Forbes is Lamar Odom, still out here acting like your crackhead uncle on flights, throwing up since we're talking about the Kardashians. It's like, Lamar, you, we've been giving you a pass for a while because, you know, you went through some shit, even yeah. though that's kind of your fault, too. But it was like, when he almost that. died, we, like, it was like everybody let off of him. It was like, oh, okay, well, this is serious. It's like, so, now that you ain't whatever. gonna die, that was kind of your fault in the first place, nigga, based off what we as the public know. Right. But it's like, now that that's over and done with, you know, you're out of the woods, so to say, now you're just doing the same thing. Like, that's what put you there in the first place. Yeah, you drunk and throwing up and being belligerent on a flight. First of all, who is on your team? Why have you not adopted Kris Jenner? Like, the devil is already in your house. Why don't you just use her? Like, Chris, if a scandal come up with the Kardashians, Kanye, uh, Lil Twist, Tyga, anybody that's associated with that family, I don't know why I said Lil Twist, but <laughs> whoever's associated with that Black China now, it's like Chris will spin that into a positive. I'm seeing rumors that are saying they're having twins. I did see that too. I'm like, is this just the rumor? This is you know, I checked out once she, they started taking selfies together. So. She better get a boy and a girl out of this nigga after the same <laughs> damn time. Now she need an heir from the Kardashians. 
Like she need a, a male. Cause I saw that they were gonna have a girl, and I'm like, oh, that's cute, but it's not a boy. <laughs> I don't know. I think a girl was more powerful than a boy because we we were here for Northwest, but we, I don't see many people talking about Saint. I be forgetting Saint exists until I go on Kim's Snapchat and it'd be like, oh, she do have a boy. Like <laughs> I remember yeah, North was like, so just now. No, okay, like North was like the birth of a, the next generation. No shade to Courtney kids. I feel like Mason was, but see, even Mason wasn't as popular as North. But I guess that's the sisters. That didn't really count by Mason. Mason was the first. Y'all need to let Mason let this bang go too on this recent season of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians because he's giving I'm me. Victoria you, I'm living. Back. I'm living for Miss Mason. I like. <laughs> I like when they just. I don't know because I don't know them, but I'm assuming that he's one of those kids where they just let him do what he wants to do, kind of like when Stefani's kids. Kind of like Will Smith and Jada's kids. You see how that's turning out. <laughs> Jaden is sickening. Like, and I mean that in the full sense of the word. She is giving it to the girls. She be giving it like EJ. <laughs> okay, EJ. I can see him. EJ is out here cunt. And I know why people don't like that word, but that's how gay I have to go with EJ. I watch that show. EJ is sporting like Beyonce onesies and like fishnets, but he got like he used to have the body of Nene. Now he got the body of like. It's like, you will have a nice ass body in about another three or four months. Shoot. I can see him looking like Tiana Taylor in a minute. Like, you're just going to have muscles and tits. Like, I... <laughs> Slay, EJ. Like, I'm sorry. I just... Slay, I was watching... trickle, you, you get, get eliminated. <laughs> and he look like he loved Red Lobster. <laughs> still, even as a skinny bitch. He still, like, he loves him some Red Lobster. <laughs> we'll hang out with him. Come on, EJ. Come be on the show. Yeah, EJ. Come through, sis. We'll, we we have we hold no bars. We You can say whatever you want on here. You can show us all your purses and your dad's money. And your money, apparently, because I didn't know he had his own little thing going. Like, hmm. Yeah, EJ. We live for you. E is really... E has a habit of just creating stars that just... You feel like they shouldn't be stars, but it's just like you can't help but to live for them. All right. We need to get on E. E, call us. We call you. Because E, we will, <laughs> we will urbanize you, E. Okay. We see you trying to tap into that little VH1 urban market. We can mm-hmm. help you out with that. You need some niggas on your channel that will That won't say nigga on air. Right. We won't say nigga, but by season three, we'll be up, you know, where we need to be with the white status quo. We're fine. We're here. We ain't doing shit. Call us. Freeze the TV show. Freeze <laughs> the TV show. So, what number are we on? What, Five. Five. Number five. Okay, so your line sister Omorian broke up with his girl April. It's like April Jones is the most like ordinary name. <laughs> April Jones is definitely that girl. That's giving me like a name from like the the human character in a Marvel movie or something. <laughs> April Jones. April Jones sounds like a girl that worked at the check cash spot and just taking care of her baby daddy. Well, damn. Well, <laughs> find the lie. Find the lie. So basically, they broke up. This was this is one of those things I only really brought up because he broke up with her. She posted it on Twitter or whatever. He came back and gave a good statement. Like, I'm only saying this once. We broke up. We decided mutually. It is what it is. I don't know who called Lil Mama slash Bow Wow. Miss Moss. Miss Moss, Miss Shad, if you're nasty, to come over here and comment. Because he was basically like, yo, Omorion, glad that she let you go. We about to go out and get all the hoes tonight, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Listen, I know that... It's just super awkward. Like, that's not his girlfriend. Well, it is his girlfriend, but it's the mother of his two children. And right. And was just bored. And the way they handled it, it was like, like, she did throw a little shade because she was like, I'm single again, fingernail emoji. So it was like, okay, that's as far as you go. He was being respectful. Sis, who asked you? Who called you, Bow Wow? I was like, yeah, let me, this is a good idea to put on Instagram. Bow ain't got no friends. <laughs> Bow Wow does not have any friends. Like, Bow, and I feel like Amorian was his last good friend, like, or girlfriend. Because I feel like when they broke up, like, Bow Wow's life just went. 
Like those little car, car lots and shit. Yeah, just like... Uh, so, she had responded... No, he was like, bro, get your freedom. We can hang again. Let's go out and bag an AOD tonight. There's plenty of IG thoughts that'll... I don't know what that word is. I feel like that's something you made up. AOD dancers, bro, in the world, blah, 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 blah. So basically, he was encouraging him to do fuckboy shit. And it was just like... I fuck some strippers. And it's like, I don't even believe you fuck strippers. Like, weren't you just fucking Keisha Cole? Don't you have other things to worry about? Like, scrubbing the egg off your friend's car? Like... You know I don't see it for Bella. Doesn't he have a talk show coming out, or was that not true? Cause I saw the Amber Rose got a talk show coming out, but Amber Rose actually has a talk show coming right. out. Right. <laughs> I've seen promo, and, and I'm ready for Amber Rose's show, slightly. But I, I, I do know that's coming out. Bow Wow's been saying this for years, I feel like. I feel like this has been a rumor forever. And so, anyway, April clapped back and said something like, Bow Wow ain't shit, he ain't relevant. It is what it is. Like... <laughs> I just brought that up to call Bow Wow a flop because that makes no sense. It's like I know when y'all broke up, you felt away because let's not let's not forget the Bow Wow or Morion where everybody thought they was gay. Everybody thought they was going together because it was like weird that y'all was doing like albums and video after video, and it was it's just weird. That was like the first collab album that I can remember. <laughs> like, I remember Jay Z R Kelly best of all. That didn't count because that, yeah, had, that was but see strange. that had a shootout and everything to it. It wasn't they weren't like rumored to be fucking. They were like we gonna do this album and it kind of fell apart. <laughs> Cause do you remember that <laughs> that they shot at R Kelly at Madison Square Garden and R Kelly left and Jay Z <laughs> had to do the concert by himself. Then he got on Hot ninety seven and cussed R Kelly out and they were beat. Anyway, that was a different thing. But like Omarion. Bow Wow era was the first one I can remember being like, okay, y'all are collabing. This is weird. Mm-hmm. It ain't even like Drake and Future, where when Drake and Future came back, it was like, okay, this is the shit or whatever. I could be here for it. That was just a weird era. But Bow Wow, good luck on CSI Cyber. That got canceled. <gasps> <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, like some months ago. Oh, I didn't know that. They said it was like the fastest CSI show to get canceled. Because I, I was about to, I was just about to say, you know, they keep CSIs and Law and Orders on forever. I didn't know it got canceled. Well, look at God. Next. You will not bring God into somebody getting <laughs> fired. Into a show. Bow Wow. <laughs> like, Bow Wow is not about to pay none of my bills. <laughs> I don't need none of that shorty like my money. I don't. There were other people on CSI Cyber. Patricia Arquette will be fine. She she had medium. She she jumps from movie to movie as somebody's weird mama. <laughs> like, she'll be fine. I don't know anybody else that was on there. Bow Wow's the only person I knew on there because every 15 seconds, Bow Wow will post a picture or something about CSI Cyber. So, whatever. Dedications this week? I feel like we should go. We're going to do, we're going to start doing dedications and trash of the week. So, we're going to dedicate the episode to something good and then shade somebody that's not. So, I think we should do trash because I think we're going to have a mutual dedication. Are we? Are we not? I don't know. (laughs) Is your dedication not the Game of the Thrones? Well, whatever. My dedication is the Game of Thrones. Listen, we just binge watched all six seasons in a week. So I'm ready to slightly discuss and or shade the people that I need to shade and say that it is the greatest show I've watched in a while. So spoiler alert, if you have not seen Game of Thrones, <laughs> just skip forward. And what are you doing with your life? It's all on HBO Go. <sighs> They're not paying us, but damn, it was good. Um, so yeah, when Marjorie... So, Cersei Lannister is a bad bitch, even though I don't like her. Um, R.I.P. Queen Marjorie. because I thought she was going to get out that church, but girl. I'm so pissed. I hope somehow she got out, because I, ref- I know the way they filmed that. It left very little to the imagination, yes. but I want her. I want her to be half of her face burned. <laughs> like, she made it to the door. But the way they did it, it was like everything around yeah. that bitch blew up. So I wish they could have at least left it a little ambiguous. Like, let her get close to the door and then have it blow up and not, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, because she knew. That moment in, like, when they were in that church and Marjorie was looking around, she was like, uh-uh, Cersei's not here. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck going on. She was, she, she could have got out. 
I feel like she should have got out, but R.I.P. Queen Marjorie, you know, you will forever be almost a bad bitch. I feel like she didn't get to her bad bitch status yet, you know. She was robbed of it from She was robbed. Uh, Ari about to be a bad bitch. I stand for you, the girl with no face or no name. Because when she killed Frey, when I, I had a praise dance moment. Because we have been waiting for this the whole show of Arya just... To suddenly be a bad bitch. And then... So I can only imagine the emotion, like, for people who have been waiting since 2011. Yeah. Because we were waiting since, like, Saturday. So, <laughs> imagine waiting years for Arya to be somebody. Sansa, same thing. Sansa was a bad bitch. I feel like Sansa could have been a better bitch if she wasn't filming X-Men at the same time. Because the moment that she did ascend into her bad bitchness, it was like... You would have got another army, and that's fine. You saved the day, but you know you didn't actually do anything. <laughs> like, um, is there anybody else I gotta get away from yeah, before I uh, before I stand? <laughs> Let's see, Jon Snow. Not for the man bun this season, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Live for you. Fuck it, Daenerys Targaryen of House. No, Daenerys Stormborn of House Targaryen, Queen of the Andals. Mother of dragons, queen of the um, burnt or whatever they call her with her 17 titles. You are the baddest bitch on television. I am dedicating this episode to you. You and your damn dragons and your nudity and your braid backs and your. Okay, you did only have like three outfits this season. It's fine. We'll let it go. Like You're I, in your building stages. You're working on yeah. getting your fucking... Next season, you're going to have <laughs> chain mail or something. You're going to have something new. She's going to be in King's Landing, but she's going to name it Queen's Landing. She's going to be in Queen's Landing. She's probably going to change it to Queen's Landing. She has to. One next season. She has to. Like, the way Cersei did that is set it up for this is about to be a battle between Cersei and Daenerys Targaryen. Like, that's it. That's all I need. Because Cersei... But see, my thing is with the Lannisters... Y'all don't have... What do y'all have to fight this force that Daenerys are getting? Especially if they get in... Because you know. No, Grandma don't fuck with them. Oh, from Ty- the house Tyrell. And Tyrell have... They said they have the best army out of everybody. Okay, but... Okay, so... The daddy, the, the son, the grandson... All, all of them are dead. So it's just Grandma and her kingdom. Like, she can just rule... Like. Okay, I can see her being, but she gonna be with Daenerys Targaryen. So she like, she's looking for revenge. Okay, so she's gonna. It's all of summer seventeen. <laughs> all summer seventeen. Well, winter some winter summer seventeen because winter is here finally. I feel like winter was coming for all six seasons. Winter is here. Shoot. So Daenerys Targaryen, when you can fly across that sea and you get that white bitch to fuck up out of here, because I don't. Well, she a white bitch. Too. It's like she white. But she don't be giving. She don't do white people stuff. No shame. <laughs> but she don't be just like Cersei is like the epitome of white privilege, and then Daenerys Targaryen is like white trash that became like great. Daenerys Targaryen gives me what Iggy is trying to be as a rapper. Okay, this has been the show. Why'd you bring up Iggy? Ugh. It's like it, she's what Iggy it would try to do if Iggy was smart, but Iggy's not. So. He's like, because Nerys is like, yeah, I'm white, but I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> I was a slave, and I will burn this bitch down. <laughs> like, I was she, a prostitute, and I will burn your kingdom down. Like, and she hasn't killed many people. I feel like she killed one person, if that. Like, the rest of it has been her dragons, her army, the people around her, everybody that fuck with her. Like, she gets people dead. It's just like, you know, I'm just here. Well, she did kill all those guys recently. Oh, she did burn. <laughs> I'm emphasize that. But that's because she knew she couldn't be burned. Like, that was different. I'm talking about, like, Cersei blew up a church and, like, half of King's Landing. Yeah. I just feel like. Not everybody that... in that church deserved that. Well, shit. Not well, I didn't fuck with the High Sparrow, so he could have went. All his people could have went. Oh, yeah, they could have the daddy from House Tyrell, he I didn't even know he was the daddy of House Tyrell until like recently. So he could have went because he was annoying me on the small council. Only person I really didn't want to die was Loris and Marjorie. Because it was like, Loris I felt bad for because his only crime was that he sucked dick a little bit. And, um. Yeah, fucked him. And well, fucked the king. He gave a little dick. Well, he gave he me bottom. He took it too. He gave me bottom. Because they said Ridley gave him. 
bots song. Oh, he was? I could see Lawrence being a verse. Though. A verse. But verse bottom. Verse bottom. Like, he only probably... Because he wasn't topping the one from um, Dorn. <laughs> he wasn't topping him. So, I give him verse. Anyway, yeah. So, that's Game of Thrones. Anything else you want to add? Pretty much it. I hate that I love Cersei. She's just yeah. one of those characters where it's like, damn, like, she gives me Victoria from Revenge. Yeah. It's like, I hate you, but damn, damn. you're a bad bitch. You, you're good at and what you do. you bad doing. bitch shit. She's giving me, um, who was talking about earlier? Somebody was talking about earlier. I think it's Taylor Swift. Next. Uh, <laughs> when I thought of her again. <laughs> Uh, I was about to reference Taylor Swift. No, ma'am. But, um, yeah, like, I fuck with her. Of course, mm-hmm. I fuck with Daenerys. Yeah. She got her dragon. She got her army. She got her ship. She got her advisor. She got her new She got everything she needs to take over the kingdom. That's why I'm nervous, because I'm like, what is Cersei going to do? Because Cersei has to know she's coming. Like, they've been talking about her from the beginning in King's Landing, so they know she exists. Because it's been years at this point. I don't even know how many years have passed in the show, but it's like... But Cersei only has what the king's got. Like, what does she have to fight that army? Because when they come to on shore, she got killers. Like, Daenerys, first of all, the dragons. Dragons will come over and fuck everything up anyway. Then if they get past the dragons, you got the Unsullied. You got the people from Greyjoy. It's just, like, a lot. But whatever. You got, and they said the Greyjoys are, like, the best in the ocean. The yeah. best in the water. You got people who are the best in the land. Unsullied and the Tyrells. Right. You got... You got the dragons covering the sky. Like, what? Queen Daenerys Targaryen already. I'm predicting that for Summer 17. Um, R.I.P. Joffrey's outfits. Um, I don't know if y'all were paying attention, but Joffrey's outfits progressed into excellence before his passing. And nobody else's outfits, maybe besides Cersei, has been given life. Like, Joffrey had fabric. Joffrey <laughs> had designs. Joffrey had, like, a cape with what his... Tom and half. Flopness. Tommen's fashions he even look... literally. <laughs> he literally flopped. <laughs> That's petty. No, but Tommen just looked dirty. I don't know, Tommen didn't give me excellence. He gave me excellence in one scene. But other than that, like, Joffrey was giving get to you. He was giving you cape. He was giving you showed off the shoulder. He looked like a nose carter. Like, he just looked expensive. <laughs> you know, whatever. Shout out to Joffrey's outfit. That is definitely why I'm being up for Halloween. Probably I'm at two outfits because I do want to be naked. But I just feel as though that got to be my, my first outfit. The one I put on Instagram. I don't know how cold it is. Yeah, I'd be hot, cold. I'd be <laughs> Joffrey's outfits were everything. Um, so yeah, that's my dedication. My trash of the week, I guess. Oh, Columbus Short. I had to drag Columbus Short on Twitter because Columbus Short one morning was like, "All lives matter." Some about if you don't like it, block me. And I was just, and I just tweeted him back like, "Your life didn't matter on Scandal, so why should I listen to you?" Like nobody cares. Nobody asked your opinion. <laughs> Nobody cares, Columbus Short. And I don't follow Columbus Short, but it was just retweeted in my timeline like seven times of mm-hmm. these. Ah, I stand for black women because they just be ready for drags. They was just dragging them down my timeline, so I just I was like, fuck Columbus Short. So that's my trash. I ain't even about to go in on him. Just if Shonda don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> yeah, I'll share my um, dedication with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I won't. <laughs> I've been listening to Outkast all week. Yes. Their first two albums. I'm in love with their first two albums. That's hilarious. Me and my brother just had an argument about who, which album was better from Outkast, Thank Onya or Aquemini. I'll always say Aquemini because Spotty Adi Dope Deliciousness is one of my favorite songs of all time. Of course it is. <laughs> I want that played at my funeral. I'm not playing with y'all. I want that to be what I come down the aisle to when I get married, if I ever get married, and at my funeral. Do you want the part from the original song or the part from? I want the part from. I want the begin. I want the part from the original song with Andre 3000's verse, and then y'all can slide it into flawless. It's fine. I, I've worked out a mix. Mm-hmm. I'll send it to you. So that's my dedication of the week. I'll cast first two albums. Yeah. My trash of the week. 
My trash of the week is everybody who does not agree with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Because Black Lives do matter. Yes. And once again, we will tell you news again. <laughs> Black Lives Matter does not mean that all lives do not matter. Right. It does not mean that black lives matter more than other lives. Mm-hmm. But they do, do matter. matter. <laughs> that's the entire point. And I think that's what people don't understand. Saying all lives matter is like walking into an AIDS clinic and holding up a sign that says, yeah, cancer kills. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, we know that. But that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is why black people are consistently being killed by the police. Why black people are treated with these injustices. Because we're black. We're trying to figure these answers out. White people are like, oh, does that mean I don't matter? Nobody's talking to you. Like, this is why we have to have this separation. Because it's like, you want to be inclusive, but y'all aren't out here getting killed in record numbers. Y'all not out here with these problems. Y'all might be out here with these problems, but that's your cause. You go make you some signs and you go have a white lives matter and see how that works out for you. See if we about to say all lives matter. No, we still over here trying to figure out why we getting fucked in the ass. That was graphic. We still trying to figure out why we getting messed over. So I'm dragging anybody in my mentions that say all lives matter. I'm sorry. My mama said all lives matter, and I had to get her together. And by the end, she was like, okay, well, damn. I was just, I didn't even mean it like that, shit. But yeah, this has been another episode of Free-ish. It has been, as always. As always, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or wherever else you stock your exes. Um, Free-ish code for most of them. If not free-ish, if not, just search it, girl. We here. We out here in the streets. Um, website coming soon. Working on our YouTube channel. We just gonna consistently give y'all new content. Um, we'll have an episode up soon. Well, I'm not gonna say that on the podcast. So, bye. Oh, this thought I leave with you. Um, instead of trying to find Pokemon, try to find a job or a man. If Sierra can get married, you can too. Bye.